You have got an easy life, so you have. I've got to do all the technicals here. Yeah, and you've just sit back there in your little wooden office. <laughs> it's not a wooden office. It's a, it's, uh, it's a bedroom you, converted you, into an office. You've you've been looking at the number ten, Daisy. That's what you've been at. You get some more orange, mate. It needs to look like iron brew. <laughs> iron brew and blue. The trouble is with me uh, and Boris's new briefing room. I, I don't know any Russians that I can get in to come and do it for me. So I, oh. I don't know anybody Russian. Do you know anybody in Russia? Um, I, I wouldn't like to say, but I, I, I think there's a, a lord who's gone in. Isn't, isn't there a Lord Lebedev uh, who's gone in there? He might have contacts. Mm. Uh, mm. They, they, I don't know. Um, but, you know, it, I'm pleased. 2.5 million, I think, I think they got a bargain. Um, yeah. Well, because number 11 was done up. Uh, Carrie went and got it. Carrie doesn't live here anymore. Number 10, <laughs> she's gone to number 11. Uh, and she, she, she's, uh, she's done it up brilliantly. Uh, somebody said it looks like a 19 uh, Victorian um, brothel. I saw somebody say, yeah. but I think mm. that's unkind. It's lovely. And it's good to see money being well spent, 2.5 million for a set like that. The briefing mm. room, it's a briefing room, Paul. It's a briefing room. It needs to be ooh, state of the art. I've got the bill here. Have you? You can have a, you can have a quick look down. Just yeah. Two and a half million is a lot of money, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, just look at the bill. Um, blue paint, 80 quid. Um, oh. Wood paneling. 150 quid. Right. Curtains, 60 quid. Flags, 50 pounds. Consultants, 2.4 million. Ah. Yeah, that's where, that's where it's all gone, you see. And did you see that Henry the Hoover bombed, he photobombed the picture yes. in the corner? You see, Henry? Yeah. yeah. If I'd been I mean, Dyson, I'd be I'm, furious. I'm, well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised, you know, they didn't back a, a British company like Dyson. I'm really surprised that Dyson didn't get in there. Or Vax, even. Uh. Of course. Oh, no, 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 not Vax, because they're anti-vaxxers, aren't they? Oh, nice. Yeah. I, like, I like your work. Um, Thanks, to, mate. Let's, not half, matey. Uh, let's Thanks, talk mate. about today. Uh, you've got a new competition for us for one day only called... Call My Wolf. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I was going to play a statue. And if we get the chance, mm. I might just do it. I was going to throw some statues at you, because um, uh, you know that we're protecting statues more than we, uh, we're, we're, we're protecting women. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are, uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but uh, there's a grading. I mean, if, you, if you go for the Churchill statue, that's life imprisonment, all right? If you do anything, it's life imprisonment. But there are certain statues that don't have to go, you know, like the uh, the Crankies in Tillacoutry. <laughs> that's that's not going to be, you know, that's that's going to be like two weeks, you know, community mm. service. But then you've got all the other ones. you got the other ones, the Nigel Farage one. That's going to be, that, that's going to be like, oof. Four years, yeah, uh, but you have to spend it in another country. Uh, so that's oh, of be, course you've yeah. got to go abroad. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it's one of the things. It's one of the things this week that's confused me, Ronnie. Right. That, so if there was a statue to Jack the Ripper, and the woman sprayed it with paint, she'd get longer in jail than Jack the Ripper would have. I think Is that, that, right? that I think you've got that the the, the perfect yeah that's the perfect yeah. uh, <laughs> the, depiction of it it's a, it was a one you know but have you seen the latest though it looks no. like it might have just been pushed under into the grass the long grass it's got because right. it's got to go to committee now and apparently the committee can't meet for a while so <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be because... Is it a Scottish committee? Because Nicola does that a lot in Scotland, doesn't she? She How pushes stuff into... How dare they? How dare They haven't even announced it yet. They haven't put it out, but uh, we know the results already. It should have been... If you want to know how uh, if, if Nicola Sturgeon did mislead Scottish Parliament, look away now, because we've got the results. <laughs>
God. The other thing that's confused me this week, alongside the um, you know the rape uh, laws and the statue laws, the, the money for nuclear weapons. We, we managed to find lots and lots of money for nuclear weapons, Ronnie, but we don't appear to be able to find any for nurses. No. So I was I, I was thinking maybe maybe. We're looking at this the wrong way, Ronnie. Oh, good. I like it when you do deep thinking. Go on, deep dive. Mm. Go deep dive on this one, please. Maybe we should weaponize nurses. <laughs> and that way... <laughs> yes. <laughs> that way, the government might appreciate them more. So, so imagine, imagine, you know, equipping the nurses with, like, exploding thermometers or something like that or electric shock stethoscopes. That way, I think the government would find the money for nurses if they were weaponized. Put some pointy, you know, that, what was that, that that woman in James Bond who had the sharp bit on the front of her, her shoe? Yeah, she? she killed yeah. people. Yeah. Make nurses wear shoes like that. If you weaponize them, the government will find the money. That's what I'm thinking. Two words, my friend. Mm-hmm. Exploding bedpans. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, think about it. You clear that bed. Yeah, yeah. That bed. Yeah. You know, people, any of these people that are staying in bed and they shouldn't be exploding bedpan. Yeah, we- <laughs> weaponizing nurses. I love that. You, you. I think. Oh, I think it's a th- I think it could be a thing, and I, it may it may help them find some money for the nurses. And the other thing, the final thing that's confused me this week, Ronnie, because it's been a confusing week. <laughs> wow. Go. Um, the the what? Uh, the EU are confiscating our COVID jabs that they don't want to use, but we do. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's absolutely fine. That's mm. that's the way democracy works. Didn't you know? I was thinking. I was thinking. We should think about pulling out of that EU thing. What? What? Permanently? What? Just leave it? Yeah. Just. Oh you know, no. You call was... it something. You could call it something. You know, catchy like Brexit. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that would never take on. We'd have to have like a referendum and everything, and people would just come up in arms going, "No, you can't. We we've been here for ages." So no. Yeah. Um, I've got some interesting news for you. As have well. you? Yeah. Like to change? Uh, yes, it's, it's, and it's um, it's it's one of the things I thought was uh, pertaining to you because you know you've got the fact I've got two stories about big faces. Uh, Tussauds Waxworks in San Antonio removes Trump figure because people keep punching it. <laughs> 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 Turns out their feelings run deep when it comes to Donald Trump. Who'd have thunk? Uh, Louis, uh, th- uh, Louis Tussauds? Wax, what? So it's no Madame Tussauds. In Alamo Park Plaza has packed away a figure of the former reality show turned uh, former president after Francis <laughs> took out four years of frustrations on it. <laughs> Louis, did you say Louis? Yeah, Louis yeah. Tussauds. It's Louis. Is that, like, is that like a bit when you go to Turkey and you get Hilfager jeans? Yes, Louis <laughs> Tussauds. Yeah, it's, it's a letter off. Um, the blonde coiffed, um, blonde coiffed, coiffed? What is it, coiffed? Oh, the blonde coiffed uh, dummy suffered damage from both punches and scratches to his face. Now, <laughs> on the surface, we don't on this uh, podcast condone vandalism of any kind. It's wrong, Paul, no. isn't it? However, no, no, no. I'm thinking if we could go to a... Uh, 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 sort of, uh, maybe a big warehouse or something with loads of dummies that we could just go and bend. So after a, like a, uh, a maybe a, a Gove uh, press conference, we could maybe go and just punch Gove in a warehouse. Nobody's hurt, and there's just depictions of the people we don't like. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, th- I think it's a, it's an opportunity, Ronnie. I think that what this is is for a sharp-minded business person, it's an opportunity to make some money, particularly around Christmas. Because I think if you if you print, you know, Donald Trump's face on a, a, a punch bag, 
Mm. Uh, Nigel Farage's face on a punch bag, Matt Hancock's face. I think you're going to get big sales, big sales for the kids for Christmas. Punch Matt Hancock in the face. Oh, that's, you know, that, yeah. well, I've just got to say, because um, um, mm. uh, people have to apologise for things at the moment, Paul, as you know, you, you can't just, oh, yeah. you can't just say things. Or, you know, or, or no, get no, Nagger, Nagger's apologised yeah. so for the I, flag I, gag. I'm mm. just going to, um, I'm just going to apologise uh, for the podcast. So, so sorry, we're not saying you should go and punch Matt Hancock. Please not don't punch. Punch um, depictions of them, but please leave my Hancock alone. My Hancock, um, yeah. <laughs> that's a new one. It's a brand new one. Anyway, talking of that, Paul, I think it's time for mm. us to hear that clip. Then, Charlie State, who I quite like, uh, Charlie State was talking to uh, old Generic, uh, the janitor. Um, he's in charge of housing and everything. He, he, he sorts it and cleans it. Um, and it went a wee bit like this. Here's, here's the end. Of it. They're talking about something I don't remember. Health about our criminal justice system uh, and about our immigration system. We need to bring all that together into a proper strategy so that we can end rough sleeping over the course of this parliament and no one should have to live on the streets. Robert Jenrick, uh, thank you. I think your uh, flag is not up to standard size uh, government mm -hmm. interview uh, <laughs> measurements. I think it's just a little bit small, but uh, that's your department mm. really. Charlie there with the uh, euphemism on <laughs> breakfast television. You'll be aware that you'll be aware. So anyway, today, uh, Nagy Manchetti's obviously had a little phone call last night just after our tea from somebody going, yeah. you've liked, I don't know what she likes, she liked some tweets about the, the, the thing and apparently they were offensive or something and she liked them and I don't know what, what's happened. But she made a full apology. My God, was that a full apology, wasn't it? Uh, that, you know, I apologise uh, and it's not the views of the BBC. And I love these moments because you just can hear, get that sorted, Naga. Just get yeah. it sorted now. And I don't know what the problem is, because, I mean, is there a standard size of flag that politicians are supposed to have in their in their study, in their bedroom, in their office? Is there, I mean, there's a lot of flags about at the moment. Yes. They seem to have gone flag crazy, don't they, with the briefing room and everywhere. It's, a, it's, it's reminiscent. It's reminiscent of 1930s Berlin. Wow, there's a lovely rest. What a <laughs> reference there. Mike, what it is, is, isn't it? All this, all this sort of flag-waving, jingoistic stuff. It's all imagery shoved at you all the time. We know we live in uh, in Great Britain. We don't need a great big Union Jack on the back of Boris's head, do we? We don't, you know. It's, like, it's a bit, too, it's a bit too much for me. P power to the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was, it was close to, it was close to that, wasn't it? In 1930s Berlin, it was very close. Oh, nice. But, yeah, thank you. Um, but you know, there's, there's, there's been a lot of it this week, hasn't there? A lot of a lot of apologising, a lot of people saying sorry. Um, Mrs. Dick, um, Who? what's her name? Mrs. Dick. Mrs. Dick. Mrs. Dick. You, you know, Cressida. Oh, Dame, Dame <laughs> Cressida. Not Mrs. She's a dame. Yeah. What is she? Is she Miss Dick or Mrs. Dick? I she's Dame I'm, I'm Dick. All right, and she's, in, she's in Panto this year, all right, because <laughs> she won't be in a job for much longer. For, well, will she? But, yeah, she's in Panto this week. She's, uh, she's, mm. got, she's doing the Cinderella. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, behind you. Um, <clears throat> um, Dick's behind you. Um, anyway, Cressida Dick... <laughs> In charge of the Met Police, and of course there was this there was this uh, vigil for, for for Sarah Everard last weekend, and yeah. you know we, we don't want to make fun of that, obviously, Absolutely. and um, 
everything that was happening there. But it got very physical, and lots of people turned up to pay their respects to Sarah, who, bless her, lost her life. Um, but the police just waded in, started handcuffing people all over the place, and and it, it was just it was just pretty unsightly, and I I, I didn't like the look of it. So. Uh, you know, um, the, the police have got to think about things like that. And, and, and who made the call to just storm in when people just stood there having a nice vigil? You know, who made that call? Somebody I, must have, wouldn't they? I, I've got a funny feeling it was a touch of frost. I think it was David uh, Jason. Because you know, <laughs> he's an old school policeman. All right, he's old school. He's just gone, right, you know. I mean, your dick's in the dock. Green, he would have just wandered in there uh, and he would have just gone, oh, come on. Come on, everybody, let them do it and let's move on. But anyway, yeah, somebody did make that decision. That was a long night for them, wasn't it? That yeah, just thing. a bit. But the, 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 it got no, no, no reports in the papers the following morning of the other, the other storming that the police went over the top on. Because um, there, there was a mothering Sunday picnic in a, a private Notting Hill garden. You know the one with the railings? Yes. Like the, oh, in the one. film? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, there was a group of mothers just sat on the grass, you know, minding their own business, quietly just having, you know, the, their Sunday picnic. And the police stormed in, batons raised, pepper spray, the lot, volivants and foie gras everywhere. And and just stormed in, kicked the sandwiches over. And and in fact, one witness saw it. Hmm? Who's witness? Saw the whole thing. All right. Hmm? And when asked to comment, all he could say was, whoops-a-daisy. Well, of course he would. whoops a yeah, uh, yeah I, Mr. Mr. Grant. Mr. Oh, Grant was right. the witness. Got, got, yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen the film. Hey, Paul, the other thing I want yes. to talk about, you know, because I, 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 I sometimes unkindly mention the fact that your face is massive. All right? Mm. I do. And I, I know, I know. But it is. Um, but I thought this would tie into what you're... Uh, you're Evan Davis, you know him from uh, the uh, people who want money for businesses that are pretty crap? Some Dragon's Den, yeah. Some of them. Yeah. Um, mm. Well... He has conceded that he never made a success. He was on Newsnight, Paul. Uh, he mm. never made a success on Newsnight saying his slight frame and small head look wrong in such a large studio. And I was thinking two things. Maybe you need a bigger mm. room and to kind of, you know. Um, yeah, uh, he was poached from the Today programme to succeed Jeremy Paxman. He didn't want to do it. Then uh, Lord Hall, uh, he was the one that got rid of you, of course. Um, yes, he was. Lord Hall got in and he said, oh, we want you to do it, Evan. You'll be good. You'd a bit of charm, a bit of wand. But he said that I didn't fit in. It didn't, and, and actually, I didn't have quite have the face for TV. Mm. <laughs> and he told me, I, I looked a bit swamped in that studio and probably should have said, I'm going to do this job. We just need to make the studio work with my small head and the chair is too big. The desk is too big <laughs> and the lighting is wrong. <laughs> Is he related to you? <laughs> the thing with him, the thing with him, every time I see him on TV, he, whatever he's saying, I start looking at his face and his yeah. pointy ears and yeah. his, his squished head. And, you know, you shouldn't judge people on the way they look and no, you know, I try not to. But he looks like he's been in the middle of a rugby scrum a lot. Yeah, he, <laughs> he does. Uh, the other guy that always gets me going is, well, is uh, Peston on the, on the hair. You know what I've said to you before? If you meet somebody with a wig... Mm. You start looking and talking to the wig. That's just the way it is, you know, it's, yeah, especially yeah. it's a man. And it, person, when he comes on, you just start looking at the hair. What's he done with it today? Because he's got a lot of flyaway, hasn't he? I just want to see him because it's worth it. And if he does it because his hair's unruly. 
And it kind of goes with the whole persona, of course, of uh, the renegade journalist who's got... I don't know if he's renegade, is he? He's just, he's, he's so laid back, he's horizontal, isn't he? Mm. The press conferences, you know, you're supposed to get in, ask your question and get out. He, he dominates. He just goes on and on and on for as long as he likes. And he just, he's still going now from, from last week. He's still asking his question. They've cut him off. He's gone. Uh, there was a lovely clip of him uh, saying to Pretty Patel, and I want to talk about Pretty Patel as well. He's uh, Pretty Patel, uh, what would you say to somebody who said, just tap, instead of tapping on the backside, tap her on the head? She said, well, I wouldn't have it. She said, who do you think said it? It was Boris Johnson. <laughs> Talking of pretty, and I'm furious yes. today. I'm furious of Ely. Angry of Ely. Hold on. What? Talking of pretty. Yeah. Yeah, carry on. Oh. What's wrong with professional? <laughs> you have got a real thing about professional. That's professional mm-hmm. DJing, by the way. Hey, okay, I'm, I'm, wait, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoehorn in hot tubs somehow. So right. carry on. Have you had um ha, have you had any taps at all? We anybody want to buy us in yet? Anybody want to use use us uh, two DJs yet? Uh, no, absolutely none at all. <laughs> we were 100 episodes in and nobody's interested in taking us on for That's a job a, or paying a, us okay. any money. Mm. Pretty Patel wants to send asylum seekers abroad, right? Two things, Paul. They mm. came from abroad to here. <laughs> and then we've got to send them abroad again, all right? Mm. So that's another thing. But why is it these, uh, these uh, you know, asylum seekers come here and then want to take our holidays? We can't go abroad. Mm. But, oh, yeah, mm. the asylum seekers land in the country. And as soon as that, Pretty Patel's going, all right, let's 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 get EasyJet, see what they're doing. Uh, Magaluf will be a good price this year. Let's get up to Magaluf. And what what is going on with this, Paul? Why can't we well, go abroad, but asylum seekers can't and, and, and will be flowing there, by the way? I, th- I think you've been a bit selfish here, Ronnie. I think you need to think of the bigger picture. Think of people who've grown up in, you know, deprivation. Uh, think of people whose lives have been threatened in war-torn countries. Well, and, Newcastle, you know, eh? Newcastle. Yeah, or Darlington. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, and, you know, they, they've come here seeking a better life. And I, I applaud Pretty because she she is not only allowing them to come here, she's then sending them somewhere really nice for a better life. So I think Pretty is on the right page no, here. I think it's, it's a pretty a page. Um, oh, mm. nice. Uh, but, the, uh, but they're talking about the Isle of Man and the people in the Isle of Man are not uh, mm. that happy. Uh, so there's somewhere else. That, oh, yeah, I think the Channel Islands came up as well. So it's all well, good. I think they should. I think, I think they should, there's somewhere close to Because the Isle of Man, you don't get much sunshine there for the, peop- for, for the people coming in. Um, the Isle of Wight, not great. I think Canvey Island is the place Lovely. to send them. Because there you can get your jelly deals. Yes. You know, you, you, and it's far... It's it's, it's it's divorced enough that they can have their own communities and have their own food, but also they can enjoy British culture, jelly deals. Oh, nice. yes, and that's a perfect place to go. All right, what, mm. you got your end? Well, I, I, I don't know if you heard this week, Ronnie, but... Um, <laughs> there's, oh, there's... <laughs> oh, I like that face. Can, can I sit back my coffee? Is this, is you this, can. Is this it? Give yourself a couple of minutes. Oh. Uh, yeah, the... <laughs> There's, there's been news of, uh, and it's worrying news, Ronnie, uh, about accidents involving hot tubs. Hot tubs. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah. Because obviously we've all been in lockdown, so people have been buying them like, you know, like Costa Coffees that you appear to have. But uh, accidents have bubbled over this year, Ronnie, uh, as people have spent more time in their gardens during lockdown. This is according to a big insurance company as well. It's proper. Uh, Aviva said there's been a 188% year-on-year increase in damage to hot tubs because we've all been at home. Ah, relaxing. Nice. Yeah, I like that. 
in the hot tub. Oh, hot tub. Um, yeah, uh, there's been some claims. Uh, one, a grass trimmer uh, bursting an inflatable tub and an engagement ring ripping an inner lining. Um, but I don't know about you. Are, are you a hot tub fan? Do you go in no. hot tubs much? I know no. you wouldn't have to put much water in, obviously. No, no. I, 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 I use the, uh, the paddling pool for the kids. It's perfect uh, depth for me. Uh, yeah. because mm-hmm. safe and, I, and it's just it's inflatable. I like to give it a good blow uh, yeah. you know, and yeah. get it going, you know. Well, you could have a little dunk in a potty, couldn't you? If you've got a potty handy or something like that, couldn't you? Potty handy? Who's that? Is that the Irish writer? <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm not a big fan of the hot tub because I, I think they're unclean, Ronnie. Yes. Unclean. People sit in them for a long time. They, you know, do the wee-wees. They don't go to the toilet. It's a bit like when you're on holiday and you go to the swim-up bar, you know. My daughter won't go in that pool because she's she's clocked it that those blokes sit there. <laughs> those blokes... <laughs> Of course they do. Of they course there, they do. They sit there at the bar in the water all flipping day. Oh. They never they never go to the toilet. Oh, no. Ten pints of lager, 16 cocktails, and they don't need a wee. Now, come on. Come on. Oh, it's the we know what's scenario. in that water, don't we? Oh, my God. That's a perfect <laughs> scenario for a man, a bar, mm. and constant weeing without me. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, you know, fair enough. If it's cold, if it's a cold pool, you can warm it up. But you know, my daughter won't get anywhere near those swim-up bars on a holiday, and uh, you know, I, I don't blame her. But to be honest with you, um, you know, she's not the only one. Take that. I've had a few problems this week. I don't know if you saw this. They've had a few problems with their hot tubs. No. Have you seen this? No. 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 no? I, well, I don't know if you know this, but take that uh, during lockdown. They've been having monthly take that Zoom hot tubs. So they're all of them in their individual hot tubs and having Zoom meetings. <laughs> Take that hot tub Zoom meetings every month. And they, they sit there like us now and they're deciding on songs, uh, dance routines and how much longer they can carry Mark Owen. You know, they do that every week. Uh, on a Friday night, they're getting their hot tubs with, with, with Robbie in yeah. LA, obviously. Yeah. Jason Orange in Workington or somewhere, uh, Howard Donald uh, and, and, and Robbie, and they all get together, and before they start, they have a bit of religious time in their hot tubs. Oh, nice. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Oh, I like that. They put their hands together, and they have a little pray. <laughs> I was trying to think of the right one. I was trying that's to... not it, yeah. Oh, I, I more. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Gary's hot tub, um, <laughs> when it came, was a bit of a shock. I wrote it. Because it was pink. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> massive, massive thing. Huge. Uh, but it was pink. Now, Gary hated the colour, uh, so he painted it black as an experiment, but he's decided he likes it so much black, it's going to be black for good. <laughs> so... <laughs> got more um and it's huge it is massive gary's hot tub for his take that zoom meeting yes massive but it must um, be yes so he bought it when he was going through his fat period uh so it takes it takes about 20 people does gary's hot tub huge thing uh, about six thousand gallons of water now you know while it's filling up you have to have patience yes you do yes yeah because if you if you go too early the there's potential for a bit of a flood. Uh, now, Gary, <laughs> Gary, Gary likes to fill it by hand with a bucket. Mm-hmm. And he goes back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> bucket after bucket. <laughs> back and forth, bucket after bucket after yeah. bucket after bucket. How long, Ronnie, does he take to fill it? 
Ask me, how long? I, I, I don't know what, uh, four or five hours? No, mate, it only takes a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you tweeted this week that you're right. Uh, Oliver, uh, you tweeted, you, you said this uh, week that you were, um, you'd come up with a great gag. And when I saw it, I thought, right. And I was thinking about the, take that titles. And I thought, is it, and, and I've got it, hand, hands up. That was a good one. That was good. Hey, yeah, I was up all night with that. Up all night. Were you? But no, I was, I, yeah, I was, I was literally walking the dog. And I thought, wouldn't it be fantastic if, to go with this hot tub, all of take that and take that hot tub meetings every Friday night. How brilliant would that be? Eh? I love it. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, his name was Paul Stainton. He's here every week. You'll get him after the bingo next time. Oh, I, I put up on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, Paul, I put up this thing about uh, uh, let's um, uh, redo uh, uh, animal, um, what's it, uh, reinvent uh, f- uh, films and TV shows uh, about uh, um, animals. All right. The, yeah. uh, the, yeah. Du- the animal spin offs, the Ducks of Hazard. All right. Yeah, that went well for you on Facebook, didn't yeah. you? you? Had lots of comments. Uh, yeah, t- yeah. Taylor actually, unusually, Taylor was quite good. He went in with Miami Mice, uh, Cattle Star wow. Galactica, uh, Ferret, uh, Michael Burke, uh, Ferret Bueller's Day Off, uh, 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 in Ready Steady Cock, uh, which was a different one. Uh, Carol, who used to be with us at Cambridgeshire, uh, the Gnus of Navarone. All right, um, Bleak Mouse. Uh, what was the other one? Andy Gelder. Remember Andy Gelder? He, he's still alive. I do alive. remember Andy Gelder, yeah. Mm. Downtown Arvark. I don't know what that means. Um, uh, and, and there was f- far more better ones come up as well. Uh, uh, the Ring of uh, Bright Warthog. Uh, the Lizard of Oz. That's from Glynis. Um, what was the uh, the, man, the man with the golden gun? That was Carol again. She was into Gnu's. Um The Rebear uh, Shop. Glynis came up with. Uh, Brian Corley. News at Hen. I would love to hear that. Cock-a-doodle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what was why the other? is Carol into Gnu's? Why is she into Gnu's? I don't know. It's, maybe she keeps them. I don't know. Uh, I, I like them, but only when they're metal. Uh, Rob Dunger says the best one yet, Homes Under the Hamster, uh, was nice. <laughs> the Fast and Furious, um, Polly Oaks and Bicky Blinders. So thank you for that. Um, I, I put that one up and I just thought I'd mention it to everybody uh, today. But anyway, the other one, Paul is uh, mm-hmm. Naked Attraction. You know the programme Naked Attraction, Paul? It's on a, a, one of those... Um, <coughs> do. Uh, yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. where They, they, they get the kits off before they date, yeah. don't they? And they choose on, on you know, the shape and the, yeah, the length and, and the length of people's and, bodies. Yeah. Well, apparently one guy... And I thought, I thought this would happen, Paul, and I thought about you right away because I know you do tend to get excited. Um, naked Attraction male contestant escorted offshore for having excited manhood. Now... I, I, I like this, but this is the day of us covering up things that are actually uh, what it means is he's got an mm. erection, all right? Yes. But he's yes. got an excited manhood. When was the last time you ever heard somebody <laughs> say, oh, look at him, he's got an excited manhood? Um, but Paul, would you, would you, because you are a fine figure of a man, um, we could hide your face as well, it'd be perfect. Would you appear <laughs> on there? Would you be, would you like to go on naked attraction? Do you think the lovely Lisa? When she saw you in your trunks and your speedos, yeah, and you think, oh, look at that hunk. Do you think that's what she saw? This the body, not the person. Not in the nineteen eighties, mate. No, I don't think so. But I, I, I do, I do worry about that show because you know, it's it, it's easy for a man to show that he's excited, isn't it? Yes. You know, do you, you remember when we were all kids on the settee watching? The, you had to have a cushion, didn't you? We've yeah. mentioned this before. Yeah. <clears throat> so I wonder how they keep it. Yeah. Unexcited. Yeah. You must have to think of penguins and Michael Gold. 
Michael, Gore. Michael Gore's face. Yeah, Michael Gore's face. You and what's his chops off um, Dragon's Den. You yeah. know, that maybe would keep your excitement levels down. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. We should, maybe we should ask, you know, like one of those interactive programs, how do you keep your erection down? Uh, you know, phone me now. Uh, give us a call. Well, I, think, I think we could be a little bit, you know, cleverer with the language that we use there, rather than using the word elect, uh, erect, election. <laughs> Nothing exciting about Ele- election. An erection uh, special. Do you think of that? An erection <laughs> special with David Dimbleby. The results, the I results think, are in. I can think of some BBC managers who wouldn't appreciate that, Ronnie. Oh, really? I can see them running down the stairs with huge steps right now, in fact. <laughs> what did he just say? What was it? Did he say erection? He can't say erection. It's a bit like you were talking about fat bottom girls. Remember fat bottom mm. girls? Um, mm. You play that in your musical education with your daughter when you take the... Um, I, I think that song was banned at a certain radio station, wasn't it? Wasn't that song? Well, I remember playing it at Radio Cambridge and getting told off profusely. Um, and I, I, I questioned it and said, it's one of the biggest hits of all time. Everybody loves it. Everybody sings along. It's a great hour starter. What's your problem? And the certain gentleman that had the problem couldn't explain the problem. So I thought, well, fair enough. I'm vindicated. Thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah. And by the way, oh, not long now. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, what? What? <laughs> oh, not long, is it? What? Not long. Well, it's always been that length. Go on. Yeah, we're not not talking about erections again. No, it's not long now till the pub's open and we can go and sit outside in our ski gear. Yes. Yes. I love it. Yeah. They're all getting... Getting ready. Have you seen the pictures? And um, Damien in uh, in Newborough with his, his Polish restaurant, he's digging up the garden, putting massive marquees in. And that's what they're all doing, isn't it? All the pubs. You know, we're supposed to be sat outside, but we're going to be sat in marquees yes. everywhere. Yes. You know, there'll, there'll be no circus entertainment, but there will be a marquee and beer. Uh, and so that's brilliant. And the, 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 so they're putting the marquees up, they're digging the barbecue pits out, you know, massive outdoor heaters are being installed and weather spoons are getting prepared as well. They've been spraying their carpets with stale beer and urine just to get them sticky enough so that when we do go back in, our feet oh, I stick love, to the oh, carpet. Sorry, you've made me nostalgic. Oh, stop it. Mm. I'm filling up that lovely feeling of... What have I got in my shoe? It's a bit of carpet. Yeah. Oh, God. That, that, or a bit of urine. Oh, yeah. And, they, and that fag thing outside the pub as well. You know, they, yeah. where people stub it and it gets... Oh, man. And they're, they're, they're encouraging people, their, their staff members who've been furloughed, to go into the urinals and just keep weeing, especially in the gentlemen's, so it stinks of piss. Oh, lovely. So we need that when we go back, don't we? That, that, that smell of... Hey, ah, you, you know what I was thinking uh, what, um, was as well? We could do one of these because we can now meet outside two different mm. households. We could record one of these on a bench somewhere uh, yeah. and do a live, do a, you know, well, we're live now, but record it outside. So wow. we, we could meet up and I'll bring the kit and we sit hopefully where we can see people and, and, and slag them off. If we could do that, wouldn't it be great? Should we just do? We could we could meet somewhere and yes. just people watch, yes, and just criticize like normal people. to get oh, she she don't want to be wearing them. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jog, jogging pants. Yeah, Ooh, she's got a nice ass the size of Texas. No, wow, no. sexist, sexist, mate. Well, it could be a he. I'm just yeah, okay. I'm just saying. B- believe me, I should be criticizing equally right oh, across yeah. the board. Yeah, irrespective of gender or sexuality, they're all going to get some uh, Russian news. Uh, Justin, uh, Putin, you know Putin, he runs something in Russia. I think he's a gaffer there. Yeah, yeah. yeah Put- he's a killer, according to Joe Biden. Uh, Putin vows Russia, uh, woes Russia by catching a pencil. 
there was a time when, yeah, he caught a pencil. He was doing a thing, uh, you know, at a big meeting with all those people, those generals all around the table. You know, they're going... Um, and a pencil fell off. He managed to catch it before it hit the floor. Wow. You see? And I'm just thinking of the times we've seen him. We've seen him horse riding bareback. All right, mm. and the horse was too. Uh, we'll see them <laughs> fishing bareback, well, fishing bareback. Uh, but that was just for me, was the revelation that, yeah. that man, Putin, he still was he bareback got... doing that because he does like his bareback, doesn't he? No, Putin? he had a suit on, but I think it must have been shorts on there. But, um, mm. anyway, the, the video showed Putin reaching out a hand to prevent a wayward pencil. Now, that pencil's wow. been sent to one of those archipelagos, right? You know, where it, that pencil will never be seen again. All right. No, it's salt cool. mines of Siberia. Yeah, it's already. It's but I wonder, you know, his reactions are so quick. You know, catching a pencil like that, I wonder whether he's had a bit of training from Mr. Miyagi. Well, curiously enough, it says here, his reactions were wonderful and he's clearly in great shape. His martial arts mm. um, skills have not left him. Well, I think we all remember that scene. Uh, yeah, wipe on, wipe off. And, wash on, wash off. But uh, Paul, whenever I'm looking for a fight in a pub, we were talking about pubs. Mm. Whenever I look for a fight in a pub, I just check how quick people are. You know, have they do got you? those things? You know, can they do that thing with the beer mats? You know, flick them up, and catch them. I can do that. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah, things like that. Never take those people on. The ones you want, uh, the, the ones you take on in the fight, are the ones that struggle to carry two pints. All right. Well, <laughs> They're the ones. Do not take the 32 mat guy because he's going to knock your head off. You do wait until a little bit later on in the pub till the guy with two pints is slightly veering to the left yeah. and, and then to the right. He's, <laughs> and he's trying to see where, where he was sitting last. Where, where were my mates? And where do you attack him from? Because you're quite, you know, vertically I'll challenged. Go, do you, do you yeah. leap on a table and launch? I go for the goodlies, mate. I always go for the goodlies. <laughs> I, you know, I like to knock them square in the, uh, the, 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 the make piece. Right. Oh, you know, I, but it's, it's either that or under the bridge of nose, but I've never hit anybody. I've never managed to get there. So I just knocked them in the gullies and it just worked for me. You know, just, it's perfect. And that, that, that's them down. Oh, dear. Knock them in the ghoulies. Mm -hmm. That'd be a good name for a TV show, wouldn't it? Knock them in the ghoulies. <laughs> it's Friday night, nine o'clock, BBC One. Now time for Knock them in the ghoulies. Oh, listen, now you tell you that, those blooming friendly continuity announcers are back again. They, they oh, went yeah. they head and they said, hi, it's, uh, it's Ronnie looking after you tonight. And uh, coming up, Emmerdale. And there's been a bit of nookie going on. And, <laughs> um, and uh, Zane has nutted somebody in the ghoulies. <laughs> I like I like the announcer on BBC One that says Fink rather than Fink. <laughs> Can't even speak, but they've got him announcing. Yeah, Fink, innit? Yeah, Fink, you know, welcome BBC One, Fink. I think it's time to go to news now. Yeah, yeah, there you are. I'm off back home now to catch my gyro. I'm very excited about this game uh, called Call My Wolf. When are we playing it? When are we playing it? Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for Call, Call My, my Wolf. Good. So the rules, the rules are a bit like Call My Bluff. Well, not really. Um, we just use the title and try to make it funny. So yeah. that's why it's called Call My Wolf. So basically, three famous dogs will appear on screen. Um, obviously, if you're listening on the podcast, um, Ronnie will have to describe them to you. I'd like you to describe them for the okay. you know, as if you're on the radio, you know, like you would do normally. So are you ready for dog number one? Yes, please. So this is Ronnie uh, doing some dogging. Uh, on what? Call My Bluff. Here's dog number one, Ronnie. Please describe oh, that. Oh, that's so like a, it's a collie. It's a sheep dog. I mm. think that may be Lassie. 
Do you think that's Lassie? Yeah. Correct! Well done, that is Lassie. My big sister used to cry every time. And you knew something was going to happen where Lassie would possibly be dead. Right, and mm. then every Lassie film, you just go, my big sister, oh, Lassie's dead. No, because, you know, and it's a different Lassie, by the way. That's not the same Lassie from the... No. Uh, okay, nice one. What? It's not a different one, is it? No. Uh, yeah, no, 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 it's the same one. No, same. no. No, it's just, no, no. I say telling people Father Christmas doesn't exist, doesn't Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, okay. Um, are you ready for dogging number two yes, on please. Call My Wolf? Call My Wolf. Famous dogs, three famous dogs. Who is that? What is that dog? Oh, Describe it for the listeners, it, Ronnie. It's Describe a little it. shaggy, uh, sort of, what would you call that? Uh, it's a little terrier of some kind. Mm. Um, this dog was very close. I'm give you a clue to the person's name. This dog was very close to something that's beating within you. Um, oh, a heart mm. to heart. Is that the dog from <laughs> heart to heart? That's freeway, Ronnie. It's free. What, from heart to heart? Yes, from oh, that. Wow. Well done, sir. Oh wow! Two out of two on call, my. That wolf. was a weird. That was a weird program, wasn't it? The, the, the two of them, uh, Robert Wagner and Lindsay, uh, something, wasn't it? They, oh no, it wasn't a Lindsay thing. But they they solve crimes together, and then they yeah. used to end up. Max used to be. Remember, Max was their their go to guy. I'm the butler, Max. Yeah. And I he, love them so much. And he used to watch them. I always used to think that was weird. It was a, it was a bit of a weird. Uh, menage a trois, mm-hmm. I think. All right, are you ready? Um, call my wolf. Call my for, wolf. Call my wolf. Dog number three. Dog number three is with a famous film star from a oh, famous oh, film. Oh, Describe that dog. It's Tom Hanks with a dog next to him, and it's something. Oh, uh, Hooch, Hooch, Hooch. Is it Hooch? Something. It is Hooch. Turner and Hooch was the Turner film. Hooch. Well yes. done. Three out of three on Call My Wolf. Oh, but listen, now we're, I, I'm, I'm going to play this. Um, look away now, Paul, because I'm going to put something up and because uh, it's got the names of the people. Uh, is that you, okay? Is that you? Okay. Uh, let me do this one and I'll share a screen as well. Uh, I'm going to share the screen, Paul. So to, wow. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to stare, share the screen. Share the screen. Can I look yet? Yeah, uh, there we go. Uh, share. Not yet, not yet. Uh, okay. Wow. Uh, hang on. You're that... so technically adept, aren't you? It's amazing. Right, I'm sharing the screen now. Who, which statue is Who is that then, Paul? Is that Silla Black? Yes, it is. Is that yes. you? Uh, nice one. Uh, let me get rid of that one. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, get rid of her. All uh, right, uh, let's do another one. You want another statue? Is that you? Oh, I'd love it. Love Who's, it uh, right, uh, look away now because I've got to extend it. Uh, who is that then, Paul? Who is that? Well, it's a man with a sword and, you know, um, looks like a Civil War uniform, so pro- probably Oliver Cromwell. Yes, think. it's Oliver Cromwell. Is that you? Uh, last one for you. Uh, last mm-hmm. one. Uh, look away now. Um, okay. Uh, there we look go then. Uh, who is that then, Paul? Who is that great statue of? Covered oh, in seagull. Um, very, very famous. Oh, oh, the is man. He a sailor? He's not. No, he's not a sailor. No, he has got a wee bit of a sailor, sailor stance. No. He has. He's got his hand on his hip, hasn't he? Uh, no, he's, uh, he's carrying a book and he's got. Uh, he's, he, does he? That sky Blue. looks a bit Scottish, doesn't it? The sky looks a wee bit Scottish. Is it Robbie Burns? It's not Robbie Burns. It's Robbie Burns. Correct. <laughs> Robbie Burns. Anyway, um, I better stop sharing then. Uh, let me go. Um, stop sharing. Stop the share. Uh, yeah, Robbie Burns used to play for Harrowood. He was a centre forward. Oh, he, 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 not very good, to be honest. Right. Um, so things I didn't play today was uh, Flag Off. 
uh, which was going to, you know, I was going to go with flags. I didn't play that with you today. Yeah, I was. I had another game for you called Call My Bard. Yeah, and you um, couldn't think of enough bards. No, I couldn't think of enough bards. Uh, I've got a story. I was going to talk about wandering black holes. Um, mm -hmm. Apparently, black holes in the sky, in the, in the universe, they're wandering now. All right, so yeah, I was going to talk about the BBC moving north, but yeah. not to Peterborough. Obviously, not no staff in Peterborough. No, no, but they're moving north. Yeah. yeah, bless them, and 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 all those people just been told. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, you're gone, mm. you're gone, and it's uh, and then some people complaining about they're going to Glasgow, and we, mm. you know, oh no, I'm going to go to Glasgow. Well, if you don't like the gig, you resign. Bloody yeah, but yeah. I'd go to Glasgow. Glasgow. I'd go to Glasgow tomorrow. Um, the other one, rogue uh, goats. Uh, goats uh, weren't given contraception during the lockdown, Paul. They get yeah, I saw that yesterday. I was doing a bit of training yesterday. I actually used that in my training exercise and got them to uh, to imagine filming said goats, uh, which went well. All right. Uh, it's a bit like you, isn't it? When you If you don't get your jab, you get the contraception because you're rampant, aren't you? You're, um, I'm getting a jab on Saturday, Ronnie. I'm getting my first jab. Are you? Are you oh, yeah, mm. you're, in, you're in that, what's the name that they call it? Tranche, uh, they call it some of the cohorts. Yeah, you're in the uh, the old cohorts, aren't you? Oh, sexy, my. sexy group, they, they called it, sexy where are, group. Where are you getting it done? Um, I'm getting it done at a leisure centre, so I'm going to have a game of squash after. You're not getting it done in your arm? No. <laughs> oh, I'll leave you with that. Uh, I've got to go anyway, because I'm, I'm helping Gary fill up his hot tub, so um, it's going to be a while. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to nip down to... to to Manchester and uh, Galibalo. We're going to have a little hot tub and fill it up for him, sort it out. Oh, we'll leave it there then. <laughs>